Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 12 of Expand the Conversation with Jillian podcast. In today's episode, I have with me my dear friend, Nicole Rodmacher. Nicole is a passionate branding expert who takes women from ideas to income, someone you can trust to bring life to the things God has placed on your heart. Learn identity shifting strategies to turn your message into money. In this episode, Nicole talks about romanticizing reality, what that means, and how it can help you manifest your dream life. She goes into how plan with the way you dress can change how you show up for the day and how allowing yourself to play is so important. She also shares with us what Weekly CEO is and what kind of support you can expect when working with her in that capacity. She also announces a fun event she will be having on New Year's Eve, her birthday, where there will be an opportunity to release what is no longer serving you so you can call in your manifestations for 2024. All right, let's dive into the conversation. Today, I have with me Nicole Radmacher. I said that right, right? Radmacher, but Damn. yeah. I like I like Rad better. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why it's always like Nicole Rad. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Radmacher. And she is just an amazing human. I'm so excited to have her here with me. Thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? I am so good. Thank you, Jillian. I am so excited to be here. Like, I've been looking forward to this for... Or, I mean, months. I've put it on the schedule like way in advance. So I'm excited to be here. Yay. I'm excited you're here too. I know this is going to be a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I always ask three questions to my guests. The first question is, what is a topic you think needs to be expanded? So like maybe have a different perspective or Hmm. talked about more? Ooh, that is such a good question. I mean, fear, obviously, that's a really good one. Also, I really, the more that I've been facing my fears and getting into the things I love to talk about and think about and do, I've kind of realized that like religion, spirituality, quantum physics, they're all almost the same thing. I see so many similarities in them. And I think it's a shame that so many people don't recognize that. Like religious people don't see that or the quantum physics people don't understand how all of this can tie together. Yeah, I really I love that you brought that up. And I was actually having a conversation with a friend earlier this year, and I was talking about my spirituality, which is very open, you know, even in yoga, like there's a lot of Hinduism wrapped into it, right? And so there's all of these practices that I practice, and it's just overall spirituality. Do I believe that there's a higher power? Yes, God, universe, like there's so many like interchangeable terms for it. And my friend is a Christian and they were just like, no, like, no, that's not the same. And I'm like, you know, you guys believe in the same thing, right? Like you're believing in a God and just because they practice it differently and maybe there's other deities, but I mean, in Catholicism, we call them apostles, right? Or in Christianity, it's apostles. And it's like, why are you getting so bent out of shape just because they celebrate their God differently, or they practice their spiritual practice differently, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I love what you said. You were like, this is something we should expand on, right? And all those terms are interchangeable, like you said. So I I love to think about it like it doesn't matter if you call it universe or God or higher power or source or higher self or Allah. Like to me, it's all something bigger than you, something that wants you to succeed in life and wants you to have the best that there is and gives you faith that there is something better, something more out there for you. So yeah. And I think that intelligence wants to keep us alive and happy and successful. Absolutely. I've been like, I got massive chills. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whoa, this is aligned. Cool. And you know, I love that. I love that you brought that up specifically just with your background of growing up as a Mormon and in that community, which can be a lot um, from just what I know about it. And then being more spiritual now and just being so open to different concepts. Exactly. I almost feel like it's made me a better Mormon in some regard. Like it has expanded my life. It has not hindered it at all. And I love now that I get to bounce between those worlds because now I get to be friends with so many different people. I can relate to so many different things. And I really truly want what's best for 
everyone. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. now you can wear tank tops. So that's always a win. <laughs> yeah. And now I get to look like this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gorgeous as always. Thanks. I love how you always get dressed up. I'm always like such a simple person and I'm like, I might put on mascara and you just always are so beautiful. So thank you for, thank you for taking the time to beautify yourself for this. I love that you brought that up because that is exactly what I want to talk about today because that's like the romanticizing reality, right? That is, you get to decide every morning when you wake up, like, who do I want to be? The universe has my back. I get to be anybody. Like, am I going to be this like CEO that gets her in entire to-do list done? Or am I going to dress like a mom and just hold my babies all night, you know, all day long because they're sick? Like you get to be whoever you want. And sometimes like making it fun and playful, like that's the romanticizing reality part. Like play, have fun, put like, do your makeup different, like wear an outfit you wouldn't consider yourself just to try on like a different identity for a day to see if you like it. I love that. I love that. And we'll go deeper into that in a little yeah. bit because I I just love that you talk about romanticizing reality and it's it's one of my favorite things about you actually. But we will continue on with these questions for now. So next question is what is your favorite way to connect with yourself daily? Oh, geez, another good one, Jillian. And everybody answers these every week. Yeah. uh, You know, it's funny. A lot of people sometimes will kind of stop and they're like, ooh, that's a really good one. How do I connect with myself? And some people are like, oh, yeah, I have this routine. So it's just cool to hear like how people do this because I love a daily practice and just love to see what you guys do. I mean, journaling is a huge one for me. I don't think I could live without that. Mm-hmm. Like I that's a way to deeply connect with yourself and I mean like when I'm journaling it probably looks like it's being written in code because I don't worry about grammar or spelling or anything. I am just writing and sometimes like if it's a long word I get I don't want to sit there and write the whole word out so I just like write the first like three letters and then scribble the rest. So it literally looks like code, but to me, it is like my soul on paper. Mm, I love that. You know, it's funny. I have this journal that I use. I use it for my business notes. I use it for my journaling, like mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So if, I'm sure if someone found this and like flipped through the page, <laughs> they'd be <laughs> like, this person is either going insane or really figuring life out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Yeah, no. And a good journal practice is like, it can clear so much out of your mind. Yes, it really can. And it can help you get to more of who you are because you're not afraid to be more yourself. And so you'll go to places that you can't go maybe with like a therapist or a friend or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's that non-judgmental space and it's like no one has to see it you just write it down and then see where it goes and I always answer myself like I'm my own best friend I love that that's so important it's so important because you know a lot of people their ego gets involved and our egos tend to be kind of mean when they're trying to keep us safe and so it's always really refreshing to have that like oh no you're actually love and I'm like oh I am beautiful thank you Exactly. I love how you said that because it's it's true. Like that's a good way to identify ego in yourself is like, are you being kind of overly critical? Because I mean, I know that when I'm stuck and I'm journaling or I'm like just maybe even being down on myself in some sort of way, then that higher part of me, my best friend part of me is like, nah, girl, you got this. You're cool as hell. Get out there. You know, like it is so encouraging the way that like, I don't know, I maybe my inner higher power girl is like a Lizzo in some regard, like just so encouraging. I love that. I love that vibe. And everyone needs it, right? Everyone needs the best friend that's a hype girl. So it's just... It's amazing. It's such a great feeling to have that support. And especially when it comes from yourself. It is. So the last question is, what is your favorite thing right now? It can be a modality that you're learning, like numerology, Mm -hmm. astrology. It can be a book, a movie, a favorite mug, anything. I mean, this is such an easy answer for me. It has to be our fear community, the place where I met you, the place where we became best friends. I have never met a community where I feel more safe and seen. And what a fun practice to be practicing facing our fears 
as like a group, like it's so fun to like see you do it or other people like Adam and Ben. And um, I love that for us. It is really fun to watch us all be growing at the same time. So I highly recommend getting in this community ASAP. Yeah, I I love that too. And, you know, I actually recorded with Adam yesterday. And man, that episode is going to be just like, wow. And I know that this episode is going to be amazing. And I can't wait to have everyone else in the community like come on. Yeah. And it's just, it's been so cool to see how everyone's expanded after like we've dealt with these fears together. And it, you know, it was just so cool to see how we have this like space with all these synchronicities. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's story isn't exactly the same, but some of our root fears were super similar or interconnected. So, you know, even on the coaching calls, if one person was talking about something completely different than what I was going through, I could take all of these notes from it and be like, yes, this is what I needed to hear. Absolutely. I had the same experience. And it was so cool because it's like you lived a whole lifetime in a whole different state and had different experiences than I had. And same with like Adam, he had entirely different experiences. But it's like I learned what you have learned in a lifetime because you were willing to share like your inner wisdom and your truth. And so that was the coolest part is I felt like I learned, I gained lifetimes of knowledge in like, a couple weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I will say if for anyone listening, if you've never participated in a group coaching container, I highly recommend it. Whether it's, you know, the fear alchemy or something else, there's just something about being in these containers with other people that are going through similar but different things that you are, that it not only brings you closer and you get to meet a lot of really cool friendships. Like I've met some of my best friends in coaching containers and it just like warms my heart to be able to say that and say like I've connect I I've stayed in touch with these people after yeah. and it's so fun to watch everyone win and I know that like everyone that I've met is wanting me to win too and I'm like oh my gosh girl I have to tell you if if you don't mind no not at all okay so when I was like spiritually creating before I manifested like this amazing episode you know I said exactly exactly that. I said, I feel so confident with the win-win situation I created for all lucky enough to listen to this episode. Jillian um, and her thriving ecosystem and that sweet, sweet world changing Jillian is cultivating. Everyone wins and I am so grateful to be part of something bigger than myself. I love that so much. Yeah. Love that. And you know- How aligned is that? It's so aligned. This is what we're talking about. This is crazy. Mind blowing. (laughs) It's funny how that stuff comes through, isn't it? And you know, it really is. It's, I love a good intention. Like I love a good intention and I love to see how after setting that intention, what comes through because it's like, it's always so aligned. And I'm like, man, going through life without intentions is just a waste of time because you're not setting yourself up for not only what you want, but you're also just missing a lot. And you know, that'll lead us into like the romanticizing reality because I really feel like that's what that is, is it's you're really present in your life, you know, but you can describe or explain your experience to us with romanticizing reality. Yeah, let's do that. I love talking about romanticizing reality because it, it's like one of those things that I live, breathe, practice. And I don't know if there's a definition to it. I have no idea. I feel like I kind of like made it up on my own just with like how I've chosen to live my life, right? So it comes down to when I feel like when I'm romanticizing reality, I love that you brought up the present moment because it is a present moment. And have you, do you know the difference between like a trigger and a glimmer? Have you heard those terms? Yeah, but go ahead and explain them just in case people listening haven't. Okay, so a trigger is kind of like when an experience happens, like you go through the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and it's a really long line and you're like, oh, this is so annoying, right? You experience a trigger. You have a negative experience to something that is relatively neutral. Or maybe you get in that same line and you see a glimmer when you get to the window and they're like, oh, the person in front of you paid for your order, right? That would be a glimmer. So when you're choosing to look for the good instead of choosing to look for the trigger. So I call those glimmers. I love that. And 
I've heard I've heard this term before, and I think it's such a beautiful thing because there's so many. So I'll use my my trips to Costa Rica explicitly mm-hmm. as my examples because Costa Rica is such a sacred land, and if you go in with your ego and with all of these super strict plans, there's a lot of the time that you get there, and the country's like, nope, that's not how that's gonna happen, and it's mm-hmm. the crazy. Like honestly, it's insane. So the first time I go, like it just wasn't going as we had planned, right? And there were a lot of things happening. I was staying like in my higher vibrational state, like just kind of laughing it off and whatever. Mm-hmm. My partner at the time was really upset. And I get that. It can be frustrating because that's not what our plan was, but it was what it was. And we couldn't change it. I was just excited to be there versus like when I went the second time I got there, I got off the plane. I knew I had to make it across the street to get the shuttle that was taking me down to mm-hmm. the Caribbean. And the taxi driver didn't even charge me. Like he didn't charge me. And then he was telling me, he was like, how are you going to get down there? And I was like, oh, the Caribe shuttle is going to pick me up. Like my friend scheduled it. I feel really confident that it's going to be fine. Yeah. And he literally gave me his number, his name. And he was like, if they don't come, let me know. I'll come take you. And I was like, that's so kind. And so after he did that, I was like, well, how much do I owe you for the cab ride from the airport to here? And he's like, don't worry about it. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like choosing to see the good. Like we, I mean, life always throws us curveballs. Life is life. It's unknown. We don't know. But what we do know is kind of like how we get to choose to live it. Yeah. And it's not always choosing to see the good. It's also acting for the good, right? Because part of the reason why he felt called to tell me these things was because I had mentioned to him that I was going to Puerto Viejo and like he knew he knows where it is. It's a pretty far drive. And, you know, he was we were just talking. I could have gotten the cab and just sat there, pretend like I didn't speak Spanish and just been in my own space. Right. Right. But instead, I was talking to him engaging. And so because of that, he felt called to offer help to me, right, if I needed it. And so it's kind of how we're like, how we're choosing to show up in our life. Are we choosing to live by the glimmers and to be open to seeing them? Or are we choosing to be shut off and closed off and just doomsday Danny living our life? Like... I love that. Yes. Doomsday Danny. It's true though. It's so true. Like my, um, my mom and I love her. She has taught me so much about this life, but she is a trigger person. She operates by the triggers and we will go and experience the same lunch, the same thing. And mine is always like, I had the best time. It was the best experience. And my mom will be like, it was too cold in there. You know, like it just, She has to have something that makes her feel, I don't know, like maybe that she has control. I have no idea. Well, and it's interesting that you brought it up because it's, I think it's an age group thing. It's a generational thing. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of older people in my family are very similar and it's just kind of like, yeah, but did you have a good time? Did you enjoy your company? Maybe you were cold, but... Yeah, exactly. It's so true. And I feel like, okay, because I have a daughter who's a teenager and she teaches me probably more about life than I've ever taught her. And she is the one who really, like, I can tell that their generation is so much more positive and optimistic. Like, I am so optimistic about our future. I think the kids kind of coming up right now that are in high school, the young 20-year-olds, I I am just impressed with their creativity, their drive, their love for life. It's really inspiring. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, even aside the like intense amount of technology that they deal with, but like even with that, I mean, my son will play video games with his friends from school and they'll stay on the phone for hours. And I'm like, how is that different than me just talking on the phone with my friends? We just weren't playing a game. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, And I really think that the younger generations are gonna shake some shit up if you will oh for sure I think I think it's gonna be really exciting I can't wait to see kind of like what the future holds I I, I'm really positive and optimistic about kind of where we're headed yeah same and so I wanted to touch on this I love seeing how you've grown and how you're like kind of coming out of your shell post fear alchemy and 
you know, post the retreat that we did at the end of that as well. I remember we were doing content one day Mm -hmm. and like perfectionism is real, right? Like, because we want to control the way people are seeing us, but we're humans and that's okay. And sometimes people love to see the fact that we're humans. They love to see that we also do weird things or, you know, aren't perfect all the time. And so seeing you like post this story and I remember you talking to me about it. You're like, I just blacked out. Like I just blacked out. I don't want to look at my phone anymore. Like I'm done. How are you feeling now that it's been like six months, six months later and you're still working through the, like through the fear alchemy stuff and everything? Yeah, that's, um, I mean, if I'm being really honest, it's a practice. Like it does not come easy and natural for me, which I'm sure is going to shock people because of how easy and natural this conversation has been. But you guys, there is something so hard about going online, holding your phone out. Like I feel so silly. And then I'm talking to my phone and I'm so passionate about life. And I don't know, it gets way too in my head, but I will say that it's a practice and one I have been romanticizing because that's how you change it. Like you have to start to love it. And I really feel like when you deep down are like, I love what I do. I am so happy that I get to share this message with my community of 200 or a thousand people like how cool is that that I get to be part of that I think it makes it easier yeah and you know even with earlier when you said like being your own hype girl it's so funny because when I'm looking at myself in the camera as I'm recording trying to keep eye eye contact not looking around and I'm like man I am pretty you know I just notice things about myself sometimes and I'm like I can totally talk on camera it's fine You are so beautiful. I was looking through, um, like you mentioned that we went on that Austin retreat mm-hmm. and I was looking through those photos the other day and I was like, gosh, Jillian is just stunning. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, I'm the last person to realize it apparently, but it's, uh, you know, it's just interesting. And it's so funny because with the glimmers, I was working a couple weeks ago and this lady, I was helping her out. And then she stops after we finished and she looks at me and she's just like, I have to say this. And I'm like, Oh no, I really thought it was going to be something bad. And she's like, you're just so beautiful. Your face. And I was like, my skin, like I'm looking for something that like, I know is nice about myself. And she's like, no, just like your whole face. And I was like, Oh my God, thank you so much. Jillian, you have a glow about you. I think you have that inner glow and it just shine so damn bright girl yeah you know it's been a work in practice like like you said it's literally a practice it's you know getting out of your comfort zone and really stepping into who you are and dropping the perfectionism and just letting it be what it is is a practice but you know like you said with the romanticizing it I love to laugh I love to laugh I love to be silly and so anytime like I'm recording something Mm -hmm. You know, if I hear something that's funny, like, or I'll get frustrated with myself and I'll just stop and be like, in the middle of it. And like, sometimes I'll just share that on my Instagram because I'm like, this is what recording's like. Like, it's never perfect. Yeah, (laughs) it is. And, And the coolest part, too, about everything that we know about everything is you get to decide. Like, if that feels fun and natural for you to kind of like be silly, like do it, be all in on that, like experience it. And then when you feel called to like adjust, do it, have fun, like adjust, be serious. And like, you know, but you have to be that intuitive and listen to like what comes up. Yeah. And I mean, for me, a big theme this year has been balance and not only balance, but also learning that I, as a human, hold all of these super complex emotions Mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel them all. And so learning like learning how to move through like, okay, I'm feeling really silly right now and just kind of leaning into that. But then I'm like, no, I want to be calm and supportive right now and leaning into that or like I'm I'm putting my wise hat on. Okay. I was thinking about that this morning because I love that about life too. But let me ask you this. I love going with the flow, but how do you do it and balance like motherhood and a job and your own business? Because like sometimes I feel like I can't be in the flow because I have all those things. So please explain your process there. 
Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's still kind of a work in progress because as a single mom, when Oren was younger, I was super in my masculine because I had to make sure he was okay. I was the one making sure everyone was taken care of. So I didn't have any room to flow. So then over the last like year and a half, no, I'd say maybe like not this past year, but like the year before, the pendulum swung and I was in my feminine. I was pretty much a puddle. I didn't have any structure. I was just like, come to me, whatever is meant to be will happen. And then kind of feeling like I didn't have a purpose or I was like, what am I doing with this? Like I am enjoying the things coming to me and they do sometimes, but I'm having to find like where the structure is. And so what I've been doing is, so the flowing part has become really easy for me. I'm very much like, tell me where to go, when to be, I'll be there. I mean, even this morning, right? Like we rescheduled the time. I'm like, yeah, no problem. As long as it's not running into anything else I've got going into today, I'm totally cool with it. And just allowing things like that to come up when they happen. And, you know, a great example, like you asked with being a mom. So Oren plays volleyball, right? He has club volleyball. I've paid for this for the year like we're in it there's no like moving his practice starts at 5 30 p.m he doesn't get off of his bus until about 4 45 every day and mm-hmm. it's we're about 30 to 40 minutes away so with traffic sometimes we're we're just late all the time mm-hmm. and something that i'm constantly telling him is it's like look you can either be upset because we're late or you can just be excited that you're still getting to go to volleyball and we're doing the best we can because your bus gets here at this time like mm-hmm. there's literally nothing we can change about it and so why are we going to be upset about it? And so I think that's the biggest part is as you're giving yourself structure, allowing it to not be so rigid and allow it to move a little. So that way, as you need to adjust, you can. So you're not completely taking it away. You're still flowing within it. I love that so much. And I would say like as a CEO who has her own business and I'm doing my thing, I have noticed that the structure allows me to be more feminine. Mm-hmm. Like I love um, the automations and all the things that I've been able to do in my business. That's my structure. It feels like my sugar daddy. Like, so then when I'm having my feminine moment of like, I want to take a day off or I, you know, my kids need me or I need to go pick him up from school because he's sick, right? I have that freedom because I have a little bit of structure in place that supports that feminine, even though I'm a single mom, you know, and you're a single mom. How cool is that? We're freaking life's butt right now. Yeah, we are. It is such a lie that single moms like have to be like, wah, wah, I'm going to be broke forever. It's not true. I think it's single not. moms are the hardest working. You have more success and a bigger loving community. I love it. Yeah. And there's so many lessons in that. Like there's just, there's so many lessons you get out of that because it, it is you, especially if you are in this spiritual space and you're trying to balance out that masculine and feminine, because there is a world or like a group of single moms who are very much just in their masculine and trying to control everything. But man, that's exhausting. It's exhausting. Everyone's tired all the time. You're not in a good mood. It's not fun, but it's like romanticize your life have fun do the things that you want to do that way you can live your life and if things aren't always exactly what you think they're going to be that's okay that's part of romanticizing right yeah just are like whatever happens is meant to be it's for me and it's for my own good like I'm going to lean into it and you get to show up and be whatever mom you want to be yeah and you know I want to I want to segue that into your photography because even that in itself like someone booking with you to take pictures of them that's a masculine thing right but then once you're in the moment of taking the pictures, you're very much in your feminine, you're creating, you're allowing this art to flow through you. So how long have you been doing photography? Years. I mean, my daughter's 18 and I got my camera like pretty much as soon as I became a mom because, and I mean, this is like way before like influencer anything, right? I just loved being a mom so much. Like what a cool experience to create life and like watch them grow up, like nurture somebody that long. So I got a camera and I was, I documented literally everything. (laughs) So that is kind of how I learned photography and how I became good at it. And then um, I did go through a phase where I like tried to turn it into a business and I got way too masculine with it. 
Mm. It was way too, I don't know, clinical feeling. Like it was like they they would schedule, they would book, I would show up, you know, I would be like, K pose like this, click smile. And it was it is not the photography I tell now. Now I love to tell stories through photography. It's like still the masculine, that structure is still there of making sure that I'm communicating. But then I, you're right. I love to show up completely in my feminine, like, hey, we got two hours or half a day. Let's play. I'm your best friend. Like, I'm going to jump over you and lay underneath you. Like, just be prepared that I'm all in on this experience. And I literally make their life feel like a movie for two hours. I love it. And honestly, like, I would love for you to take my pictures one day. I feel like this is a very much like Titanic moment. Like, will you will you draw me? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I would be so honored to do that. Like, I would love that. We need to get that together because like, like, again, we are in this community of when I win, you win, when you win, I win. Like, please, let's make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. So to come soon. But I love, this is my favorite thing. Like my favorite type of photographers are like you, candid photography. Do not take me into the wilderness and tell me to stand in a certain position and smile. Like, just let me do my thing. Let me be weird. Let me sit in the trees. Like I'm going to meditate for a while. Just like feel, because that's the thing is sometimes I think photographers lean so much into what the client wants and they have this expectation of what they want their photos to look like when in reality, like they're paying you for your artistic eye behind the camera. It's true. And I would say photography has evolved. Like 20 years ago, 15 years ago, social media didn't exist. Like we took pictures to hang them on our walls. So we mm-hmm. cared about those very posed, perfectly edited photos. And now that we are all, I don't know, influencers, we are, we all are influencers, right? Like you're influencing your world. I have my little world, like regardless if it's 50 people or a million people, like you're an influencer to someone. We love to tell stories of our lives. We're all telling this different stories. And so photography has evolved to be more of that story type stuff. Yeah. And I love that. I love it. I love it so much. You know, I really look up to you and it's because you have this business, right? So Nicole, you do graphic design for business owners, right? And then you also do weekly CEO, which is incredibly helpful. I know I've only been one time and I I like, (laughs) look, this season has been so weird my life, but I'm like, I don't want to stop paying for it because I know I need it. And so I'm like, I'm going to make it there. I'm going to like schedule out the time. But I know how helpful it is because basically like, so explain to everyone what Weekly CEO is. Yeah. So it is really just a place for people who are, you know, pretending or in that like, hey, let's be, I want to be a CEO. I want to have a really successful online business. It's kind of like a safe landing spot for all of us to come and you can ask questions. It doesn't matter your skill level. And I do it with you. Like I am not a, oh, let me tell you and make it sound like I'm like, here, let me walk you through it. Like, Let's start closing that gap between where you are now and where you want to be together. So, I mean, if you're stuck on a logo, I'll design it with you, for you. I'll show you that process. If you're trying to automate a flow and take payments online, I can help with that. Like, let's just build businesses together. I love that. And that's exactly like the support that I got from you when I showed up. And it's it's just cool to get a different like set of eyes on it. Because for me, I I lean pretty heavily into the experience itself. Like I'm not going to just pass off the task right away. Like I want to see if I can do it on my own and then decide like, okay, I'm good at this, but I don't like it. Or I'm just not good at this at all. And I don't like it. And so then I will start to like Mm -hmm. ask for help or start paying for assistance because I'm not going to beat my head up against the wall because I can't come up with a logo. Like I'll give myself some time. And then once I'm done with it, I'm like, nope, wash my hands of it. And I'm the type of person. And this is something I've learned about myself in like the fear alchemy groups is I, if like something so small like that will literally hold me back because I think I, it needs to be a certain level and I'm like, nope, it's not good enough. So it's all, it's all trash. I can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, kudos to you for trying and attempting. I think that that's even bigger than 90% of people out there. 
right? And that's going to make you a good storyteller. So I'm sorry to beat a dead horse, but going back to romanticizing reality, this is how it plays into everything like motherhood, business, like life. It doesn't matter. It works for everything. But like when it comes to your business, like if you know how to do those little parts and not well, you don't have to know how to do them well, but if you know how, you then can tell a better story with your business strategy, right? You can put it together and create the most amazing customer experience where people are like, oh my gosh, working with Jillian online feels like going to Disney World. Like I am taken care of from the moment I get that ticket. Like every moment is so exciting and she makes me feel so safe and comfortable. So yeah, knowing those small things that have to go into it, you don't have to be good at it, but just knowing it makes you a better strategist, better storyteller. Yeah. And I mean, even with like the confidence level of things. And I mean, yesterday, so I'm forever learning. Like I, I don't know that I will ever know all of the things about technology one, because it doesn't really interest me to know all of the things about it. And there's like manifesting generator energy, like all around me all the time. I'm like, I want to learn this. I want to learn this. And so I'm kind of running around, like learning all the things that I want to know about and technology is just not one of them. So I just learned yesterday that on Instagram, you can literally move the bar on the side when you have like words to make them smaller. So it's not just like in the skinny paragraph because it always starts at that one size, right? And then you make it smaller. <laughs> like I just learned this. That is so fun. Yeah. And there's like whole worlds to like, I mean, Instagram has its own world that you can dive down. I'm sure Zoom has like its own world. Like if yeah. you know that program really, really well, like it's wild. It is wild how big the world is and how much you can learn. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to say like romanticizing reality is not a dead horse. So like, and like, I knew that it was going to be a huge topic in talking today because I mean, I just know you and, and I love the concept. And I mean, even just like on your Instagram, I love the photos that you put and you're just like romanticizing life. And I'm like, I just love your life too. I mean, I love my life, but I just love the photos that you put out to like romanticize it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And the coolest part is I'm, I'm nobody special. Like, does that make sense? Like, I just live in a city in a little condo and I'll take pictures of the sunset, but I'm the person who will stop and look at it and just be like, wow, how freaking exhilarating to be alive. Look at those colors. Look at that sunset or dress differently than I would ever because being alive is the coolest experience I think we're ever going to get. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember being dead, but I'm here now. So I remember this part. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like your way. I like your way way better. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I've never, I've never tried like changing up my wardrobe. That's something that I'm leaning into more because it's more of a like, I never had a lot of interest in fashion because I felt like I wasn't good at it. And so this is something I've been learning the last couple of years is if I feel like I'm not good at it, then I'm just like, eh, I won't go. Like, I just won't even do it. And I'm like, fashion is subjective like everything else. Yes. And like, I feel like it's like trying on different identity, like character identities. Like one day I'm like a 90s grunge girl and it's so fun. And then the next day when I have like a big important board meeting, I dress like a CEO and I love that like I feel, I don't know, confident, but like just obsessed with life enough to to play. I heard this one thing. I think it's so good. So when kids, when they're little, they have imagination. Imagination is a tool. And they imagine that they're going to be like famous basketball players or a princess or whatever. Like we just, the sky is the limit. I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to be a doctor. We just envision so many things and we play pretend with that. And adults, we have that same tool. We just use it to worry. We play pretend to worry. And ever since I've learned that, it has helped me so much romanticize life better. Like how fun that like I can just tap back into that childhood, like whatever I was dreaming about and still have that same tool and I get to use it the way a child does. Yeah, I love that. And you know, when you said that we pretend to worry, I was like, dang, that 
That's true. Because a lot of people do like they have a scenario come up and they're like, okay, what's the worst case scenario, which isn't always bad. Like you can go there, but then you need to go, okay, what's the best case scenario? And then you just are open to whatever is going to happen. But it's like, why are we constantly like manifesting these bad things? Because we're so sure they're going to happen. Yeah. Because we worry, like we use that imagination tool to be like, oh, this is what our, my experience has been like, it will always be this way. And Mm -hmm. the reality is you get to decide when you wake up, like you decide. So the question I guess for you, Jillian, is if you can have anything, what do you want? Oof, woof. I (laughs) honestly, if I could have anything, what would I want? I would say freedom. And I know that's like a super blanket term, but like freedom and happiness are what came to my mind at first. And not that I'm not happy. It's just, I feel like there's still things that I can change about my life Mm -hmm. that would make me happier and also give me more freedom. And with freedom, when I talk about it, I don't mean like, oh my God, I'm in shackles. Like I can't get out. I mean, allowing my life to be exactly what I want it to be every day. Because, and I'll use an example. So like, I've actually been really busy the last couple of weeks with like podcast stuff and like recording and stuff like that. And it's been great. And I'm working on setting up some in-person events here in Houston. And so that's really exciting. And it's all this stuff that's exciting. It's just been different each day, the way it looks like. Like, I mean, Monday I had a meeting with the person where I'm going to host events at. We had a great time. We went to lunch. Now we're friends because you know how that goes. And then yesterday I... I'm in this business mastermind right now. So we had a call in the morning where I got to do like very CEO things. I was ready to go, had lunch with my close friend. And then I was able to go home and just work on like behind the scenes business stuff and like plan out my Black Friday and all of that. So I just love to see what each day is going to bring. And I mean, even to take it back, I started my period on Monday. So I didn't do anything on Monday. Yeah, it was Tuesday and Wednesday that I did things. Look at that freedom you have in your life. That is so cool. Yeah. And it's just nice to be able to be like, you know, all I have to do today is cook dinner. Yeah. And I, and I love going back to what you said, because it's, you have those things, you have happiness and you have freedom. And I think it's just like you and I both, and a lot of people, like we know there's something more than what we've only experienced. Like you only know what you know, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you feel that way, like, okay, so kind of like when you, when you have money, but you're like at that cap of like, I've made $3,000 in my business, right? Yeah. And you know, it's possible to make $20,000 in your business. You just haven't experienced it yet. And Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you're at this glass ceiling and you're ready to break through and you can feel that. Yes. Yes, yes. And when you said experience, that word like lit up my brain. And that's exactly it. I want to experience life. If I could have anything in the world, it's all of the experiences, dreaming up everything in my head. Like, I really want to go to India. I really would like to visit different ashrams and just be able to participate in that and, you know, do silent retreats and just live life and enjoy the planet that we're on, I think is just such a beautiful gift that so many people take for granted. Mm. And and I say take for granted because even if you can't travel very far, most people have nature around them in some way, shape or form. And we don't always take advantage of it. And nature is really cool. So cool. And that's romanticizing reality wherever you're at. Like Mm -hmm. I big dreams too to travel and experience life but I can only do what's in front of me and so when I go outside I romanticize the sunsets or a full moon or you know so like get into it get playful get weird be like be real you know like life is so juicy yes it is worth living for sure yes and I just love how like as you meet people and as you share the things you like like I know sometimes even with like we can relate it to perfectionism. People will keep themselves small or they won't say the things that they actually like because they're afraid of what people are going to think. I think the moon is so freaking cool. I think it's so cool that we have so much water in our body that as it's going through phases, it kind of affects us in different ways. Like, and you can use that, you know, to your benefit. And I had a friend text me last night because the moon was, she was just peeking out, you know, the new moon just happened. So she's just peeking out a little bit. She texts me and she's like, you got to go outside and look at the moon. And I 
I was just like, man, I love you so much for knowing me well enough to tell me to do that. Yeah. It's It's the best. Yeah, it is the best just to romanticize where you're at. And that creates more opportunities. Like the universe wants you to succeed, right? So the more that you live this freedom and you're really living life, the experiences, I think the universe will give you more experiences to have more new experiences too. So like get comfortable and used to change and new experiences because if you want more new experiences, like you gotta, you gotta be comfortable experiencing new experiences going into the unknown. Absolutely. And not to mention like just to be able to experience these things as well as a community, like as people get to know you and as they see that you're romanticizing life in this way, or I mean, like for me, since sunrises and sunsets, like I love sky art. That's what I call it. It's God's sky art. And I just, man, a good sunset is never missed out on me. And I just love looking at it. And so to be able to share that with people and just like, even if you see a nice sunset, maybe they're in a different part of town, just be like, hey, you should look outside. Like, wow. Because it can give people another perspective too on like the way you're seeing life. And maybe they're having a bad day. Like you just never know where people are. And so when you feel called to share these things, like it can always be such a beautiful moment for them. I I couldn't agree more. Like, I mean, you reaching out to me, asking to be on a podcast, like it meant so much. And I'm sure for you, it was like, oh, is she going to say yes? And like, it's true. Like we never know. And you can choose to see the good romanticize the reality of like asking, you know, someone else to be on your podcast or asking or doing anything really like being the mom you want to be having the business you want to have, like following your dream, even if it doesn't make sense to you right now. Like that takes a lot of courage. Yeah. And, you know, our ego really doesn't like the unknown. So it's like, it's this constant courage. I was actually thinking about this this morning because I've always hated when people say like people get up on stage and they're like, oh, how did I get here? Of course I was scared. I just pushed through it. And that never clicked for me because I'm like, what do you mean you just pushed through it? Like, I feel like I'm going to pass out and die if I launch a podcast, right? And I'm like, how does this make sense? How does this make sense for me to just push through it? Because I feel like I'm going to puke every five minutes. And I think that's one thing that I love the way Ben broke it down was it's very much this like, no, we're working with it now. And I know we talked about that a lot in that episode where I was finally learning like, okay, I'm afraid of this, but it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I could just be excited. And I found myself because of that sharing so much more of myself and my raw truths and allowing it to be what it is because I can't control the way people respond to me. All I can do is express myself as I am. Yeah, that that's really wise words, Jillian. Wow. You are just such a wise owl. I am always so impressed with the things that you have to say. Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that because that felt so complete. <laughs> uh, so Nicole's like, that's a mic drop, Jillian. That's what that yeah. is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I really do. I'm like I said, I'm thoroughly impressed by you and your business and just where you're going. So I know you just wrapped up business school. Yeah. Do you have any plans for anything in the future or where are you at with your business right now? Yeah. So, okay. My birthday is that last day of the year. Mm. And so it's like my favorite time of the year to romanticize reality. This is like where I am manifesting my 2024. It's not only New Year's, but it's my birthday. It's a whole new year of life. So I'm going to have a romanticized reality, quantum leap, birthday party, New Year's, new you. Like I'm so excited about it. It's like really romanticizing reality is how I manifest. And I swear it works. And I love using Pinterest because I'm a visual learner. Like I love photography. I love to make it an experience. So this really is going to be a party. I would love for you to come. You can come. And if any of your followers or anybody in your ecosystem wants to come too, I'll give them a discount code because I think it would be so fun to create. And we create using Pinterest. We're going to do breath work 
it's, I mean, it's a whole experience and I promise it's fun. I am so excited about this. I will totally be there. Okay. <laughs> I'm cool. like, I'm down. I'm down. And um, I will put all of that information in the show notes Okay. for anyone that's listening, if you are interested. And, you know, like I said, with the intentions, I love a good intention. So it's like, I love that. Like to wrap up your year, this is what we did. We're going to do breath work, release anything that's still there. We're going to create the space create. for new experiences. And then put our dreams on a board and yeah. see what happens. And I love that. And it's so funny that that's what you said, because one of the in-person events I'm working on, if you're in the Houston area, is I'm working on getting together a new year, new moon in January, like mm-hmm. vision board, cacao ceremony, and meditation for intentions for the year. So this is just going to like double that up for me. And I'm so excited about it. Yeah. And like, why not dedicate a season? That is what that season is for. Like how beautiful that we have the new year where we're really ending and cleansing and being like in gratitude and thanks. And then we go straight into a new year that's like, okay, we've created all this space. We emptied out, let go of some of the past, whatever. And now we have this new space. What are we going to fill it with? Mm. Being intentional about that. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I don't know if you knew this or not, but next year, numerology, it's a collective year eight. And so in numerology, there's the shadow and light of every number, right? So like eight is abundance, stepping into your power and just really like romanticizing life, if you will. Like a lot of manifestations can come through. And it's it's so interesting because if you're on the shadow side and you're living in that like doomsday Danny level, Mm -hmm. it's going to feel like that next year. And it's just this, like, where are you setting yourself up for this collective year eight, which is going to affect everyone on some level, even though we have our own personal years that we go through. So I'm super excited. I'm super excited too. that. Wow. Perfect timing. And I'm yeah. So if you want to learn how to romanticize reality and just live life to the fullest, this is kind of like my method. And yeah, I coupling it with the fear fear alchemy in that process. And this, I kind of teach that a little bit, but it's so fun to include the breath work because the breath work is like what seals the deal. Like it is like, I am letting out all this stuff and I'm creating all this new space. And the breath work I do is called the Wim Hof. So it's like the double breath. You really feel it in your, in your heart space. You're bringing up all that energy from the depths of your root or like the depths of your soul. And you're bringing it to the heart space so you can feel it and let it go. Yeah. And I mean, I've practiced breath work pretty frequently with my spiritual mentor. And it's like, every time I'm like, where is this coming from? What is this emotion? And then I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm good to go. Like, let's let me go about my day. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on and meeting your community. I am just honored. Yeah, absolutely. Where can people find you? Yeah, the best place to find me is on Instagram. That's where I love to hang out. It's Nicole. R A heart. And yeah, you can find me there. We'll just message me, DM me. Like it's a party. It's a party. It is a party. And you can watch her romanticize her life. It's really beautiful. And I will put that in the show notes as well as the information for your event on December 31st. Okay. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. This was great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Expand the Conversation podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on your favorite platform. Your feedback means the world to me. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions for future episodes, reach out to me on social media. I would love to hear from you. So let me know you are listening and stay updated on all things Expand the Conversation. Be sure to follow and tag me on Instagram at expandtheconversation.podcast. If you know someone who would benefit from this episode, please share it. See you next time.